Hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jared, the football genius Burgess. I'm Stephanie Fitzpatrick, aka the Advantage Coach. And this is episode 127 of the Field to the Real podcast. Why did we switch roles? How do I remember now? You were the one that was keeping up with it. Now I'm the one that's like, yeah, that's right. Well, my days have been so long and. <laughs> Sleep doesn't befall him. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's deprivation. It's so, sleep right. deprivation. We're going to say that. Okay. And so I'm thinking back and I'm like, was last week episode 125? Uh-uh. It was And then at the last minute, I was like, no, it was 126. And so yep. all of this is going in, the, in my head as I'm talking. Oh, my gosh. Lord. We're here. Nonetheless. <laughs> we're here. Whatever the episode, we're here with you all. <laughs> yes. Well, episode 127, we appreciate you guys for joining us. And we are going to dive right into our Who's Really Right. And this one is a special one because we very rarely, if ever, have had a Who's Really Right about baseball. Not about baseball. And this is is a good one because um, most of, you know, when we talk about the MLB awards and the award recipients, we talk about stuff like the Cy Young Awards. Right. Talk about... um, Um, golden gloves we talk about um, the mvps and so right now the al mvp race is up in the air right now we say that it's up in the air but this (laughs) year the front runner all season and if you guys can remember uh stephen a smith who always puts his foot in his mouth had said something about shohai otani um the angels player who um he was had some words about the the face of baseball needing to be an American player, not someone who needs a interpreter. Stephen A. Huh? I'm up here fussing at Stephen A. For yeah, saying he, that. Yeah, Excuse me, that. sir. As much as we've endured, anyway. Right. Mm. And so um, he's been the front runner all season because he has really had an MVP, MVP caliber season. Well, who's coming on late is the Toronto Blue Jays player, Vladimir Guerrero. And you Junior. know, like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Lord. Yes. I, and I was just about to talk about his dad because his, uh-huh. dad, yeah. his dad was a pretty good player. I, I remember him playing for a good minute for the Texas Rangers, but mm-hmm. he also had a stint with the Washington Nationals. Of course. <laughs> DC or nothing. Yes. Um, and I just remember... Back then, I used to work at those games in 2005, and I just remember him being like a young kid back then because the players would bring their kids to the game on Sundays to run the bases because they oh, let all the kids in the... Uh, yeah. And so I just remember seeing them. Um, and I, it's 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 funny to see him have this like type of success. And, yeah. and the first person I, that um, you mentioned when I said something about that was Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. And mm-hmm. and we we got on this whole path, which we'll talk right. about sometimes. The Mannings the and right. the Watts, yeah, yes. the Watts, and yeah. Mm-hmm. We just like to see all of these like families who have this like 
you know, robust um, athletic tradition. Yeah. Know. Like that legacy, that lineage, right. that's, that's dope. Yeah. 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 But our who's really right is who do we think is going to win the award, the AL MVP, mm-hmm. the American League Most Valuable Player? Yep. Who you got, Steph? I got to go with my boy, Shiho. Uh, she, Show uh, high. Shohai, Shohai, Shohai Otani. Whatever that last part. <laughs> Shohai. Yes, I have to go with Shohai, and I mm-hmm. say that because I don't remember. I don't like as far as baseball goes. Like I don't remember facts the way I do with like football, football basketball. basketball mm-hmm. But I don't remember us having a two-way player who was this talented. Like for real, real. Like they they might mm-hmm. be, you know, okay. On offense, you don't get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. They, yeah, like they would be okay one way, but really good the other way. Well, yeah, this dude is just really good both ways. True. Well, we've had we've had some, you know, but but he probably takes the cake. Like, even if we want to talk about, I feel like like guys who are recent, like Mike Trout. Uh-huh. I feel like Mike Trout ha- is in that same vein a player who who he's okay. like very good on on both sides yeah um bryce harper mm-hmm. yeah uh, i mean i don't know it's something about this kid though. i don't know and, and even if we, we want to go back a little farther ichiro suzuki he was playing with the true Marlins. that's he, right he was, he was a very good good two-way player two-way player this yeah. guy shohai otani is, is something special he is. It's just I'm like every time you see anything, any highlight, you just I'm I'm like floored. Like this yeah. kid is this kid is the truth. Like right. for real, for real. I like it. Yeah. And I love and and you know I'm the bipoc part don't hurt like for me. The who? The bipoc part being that he's a person of color. Oh uh, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not. Let's be clear. Baseball is not the place where you see a lot of people well there are but there aren't like baseball is probably the most most white professional sport that we have yeah yeah because not even soccer well hockey maybe oh i'm sorry and and the only reason i was i would hockey is much worse actually yeah i I probably i was probably say hockey just because there are a lot more form-born players right they're european baseball well no no hockey european definitely but with baseball you got more you know caribbean players from yes. you know whether it be cuba they steal people of color yes right and, and yes. They, right they so they steal people of color but yes hockey is just it's hockey yeah hockey is hockey <laughs> not in mean to say worse but yeah no they yeah well, it, it definitely well, is and in, in fairness to you in, in that analysis and you saying worse when we think about saying worse, worse as in diversity, diversity. They, yeah. they have a, a worse looking diversity. Yeah. You know, that's what I meant. That's yeah. the part I meant. Like, yeah, right. it's not. Yeah, yeah, and I and I, I knew that's what you meant. You know, I know you. <laughs> yeah. I knew you didn't mean it like that. No, <laughs> like but yeah, no, it is. It's it's the least diverse <laughs> of all the sports. Tennis yeah. is even diverse in comparison to right to hockey. So yeah, yeah. interesting. So yeah. He is my pick. Show okay. high. Otani. Whatever. He's my pick. <laughs> well, so there's only two choices. And so you got to go. <laughs> right. I'm going with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Okay. 
and and this this streak that he's on or this hot streak that he's on over the last month and a half or so uh, is impressive and, and and it's not to take anything away from Shohei Otani but it's very impressive and I think that if he continues this all the way through I'm not sure where Toronto's ranked as far as playoffs I didn't see them mm-hmm. up high Mm-hmm. They may he may not go to the playoffs, but I, we know that the L, the LA Angels are going to go to the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. that might be the deciding factor, but that doesn't always come into play. I was so. going to say that doesn't that's not mm-hmm. like for yeah that's not that's not a, a criteria mm-hmm. for being the uh, MVP. So I just right. I mean you know it'll be cool. The thing about it is how quickly we forget, right? Like. Right. Otani has been doing this all season. That's true. This is just kind of the last, so, but this is how we operate in America, right? right? That like, it's the immediate gratification. Right yeah. It's right in front of us. It's what's, so he could steal, but I feel like if, if we talking about who deserves it. Show how Otani. Okay. Yeah. I am with you on that. Yeah. I, I, it, the sustained greatness is, is something that kind of has to be looked at. Absolutely, um, but I I think that this this streak that this hot streak that Vlad Guerrero Jr. is on, it, it has to be awarded with something. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean I I mean would I like to see him win? Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, it it it's a toss up as far as my personal opinion, personal thoughts on it. Like whether right. one wins or not, I'll be okay with either one winning. But I just right. um yeah, I don't think it's just my opinion don't think it's fair that somebody has done well all season and then because somebody else comes along at the last minute and they blowing it up at the end that you just forget that this person is done because now it's almost that desensitization of the oh well we expect that from him it's the right it's the tom brady uh lebron james kind of thing right like oh well we don't expect anything less than we don't look we're not we're not giving y'all all your hoopla about what you do because this is just the level at which we expect you we to expect play. We expect you to play, yep. Yeah. Now nah, I feel that. Yeah. I do feel that. Mm-hmm. So I will. y'all let guys, us know. Let us know who you think is really right. If you yeah. think Shohei Otani is going to win, you are squarely on the side of step. If you think that Vladimir Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going <laughs> to win, then you are on my side. And yeah, let us know who's really right. Yeah. And thank you. Lucky y'all, you don't have to say it. Either right. one of those names. Right. <laughs> you can just put Stephanie or Jared. Just Stephanie or Jared. You don't even have to put those names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All, right. All right, Steph. Now I know how you feel about Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, I think both of us were kind of shocked when he was cut by oh, yeah. Confused um, is a better word. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think confused. The, the, confused was where I was. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And so, I love the fact that he did this. That, that this story could have been spun so, or the story was honestly it spun was. so many different Absolutely. ways in the media. Cam doesn't want to be a backup, mm-hmm. and oh, he wouldn't settle for that role. Yeah. Too much of a diva. This, that, and the third. And the fact, I love the way that he came out and addressed this. With yeah. his dad, you know, yeah, um, because you know we we've seen him have, you know, different guests <laughs> on the show, 
it's the first time I ever seen his dad. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, he talked about how he had gotten released and he understood why he got released because mm-hmm. his persona was going to be probably an, an impediment to Mac Jones and his development and his growth. Now, part of me understands that, but part of me also feels like that's an excuse that's used for black boisterous quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He's not even boisterous anymore, though. It's just his well, persona. It's yeah, I'm about to say. Him. It ain't even, he's not even doing anything. Well, well, the only I, thing he so, did talk about was like dancing. Yeah. Like him being, you know, him, his personality is kind of a, a big personality. And so right. he just be, but I'm just being me. Like, I'm not trying to be, like, at some right. point, I feel like when he first got in the league, he was trying to be big. Like, he's, yeah. he's just who he is now. I think he's unapologetic right. about who he, like, I, so, honestly, as soon as he started growing them dreads, mm-hmm. I knew he was like, I don't even care no more. I'm just right. going to be me, right? Because they stand yeah. up in the middle of his head. He don't care. Right. Like, he mm-hmm. just, he doesn't care. And yeah. so, um, I feel like this is a cop-out, and, I, and, and I'm not even talking about it from the standpoint of being a Black quarterback. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Mac Jones stepping up and being a man, and how about if, you, if you're the best quarterback on the team, you shouldn't worry about the man behind you. Right. Now, if you got to worry about the man behind you, then you might want to check yourself about <laughs> your own abilities and talents. Perhaps that is the problem and not him. Right. That's what I'm gonna say. You can have the rest of the time. Go no, 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 no. I that that's I I, I completely agree with you. Um, I'm glad that he came out and said that he would be willing to take a backup role, Absolutely. so that a narrative isn't created without consulting him at least. That's right. That's right. You know, um, people really came out, and I believe Stephen A. Smith was one of the. And yes, I'm picking on Stephen A. Smith today. I believe he was the one who came out and said something like, "Cam isn't a backup. He wouldn't take a backup role." If I'm wrong, no, no. please forgive Don't me. Don't speak for him. Yeah. But why Why are we, especially if we haven't talked to him, and I hate that, oh, we talked to his camp, you know, and not saying that that's, this is what happened in this scenario. Because that ain't what happened. You but, just think you know everybody. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Let me hush. Oh, oh, so, oh you feel it too. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, gosh. You feel it too. Yeah, you just so, feel like you everybody homeboy, so you can just speak for them. No, don't right. do that. Right. Don't do that. No. Yeah, I, and I just, I, I really hope he lands on his feet. I, I assume that after Fitzy, your cousin, got injured the other day. He'll yeah, somebody got to come in. You can might get your wish. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look, that'll, that'll be the only one I'll be right about because where's Devontae Freeman playing for the Ravens right now? Yes. Uh, I don't think HaHa Clinton Dix has gotten a job. Nope. <laughs> I don't even remember who the other ones were. Yeah, it was Cam. Oh, um, Desmond Trufant. Where did, where did it he was go? Horrible. He did get signed, if I'm not mistaken. Right? I'm, did he? I'm, I'm, I'm like, I didn't hear him getting signed anywhere either. I'm like, oh, okay. It might have been the Saints. Oh, ooh. That'll be interesting. That will be interesting. Wait. But yeah, so I don't current know, team, Cam. The, current team, New Orleans Saints. Okay. All right, Desmond. Yeah. Then you is that Even the one you called? Enemy. Huh? Is that the one? Did you call him going to the Saints? Do you remember? I think I did. 
Okay. We got to go back and look, but yeah, I we, think I did. If I'm not, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think, think I did because I had Javante going to the 49ers. Right. Him going to the Saints. I didn't pick anything for Ha Ha Clinton did. And then that, I yeah. said the Washington football team, but then I came out after we finished and told you the other place I thought was Detroit for Kansas. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, look, he, he might be on the move there too. Yeah. So, but either way, um, I just like him. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm all about the unapologetic person. Like yeah. you just being comfortable in your skin. Right. And here's the thing that I do know, whether he's on his feet, whether he gets lands another job or not, oh, sure. because yeah. he's doing all of these other things with his life. He got his kids. He, he good. If, if I know that there's the desire to continue to play, right. but if it does not manifest itself, he is still good. He's still going to be good. He's still good. Cause he's still he, just cam like regardless. Right. And, and I think another thing about that is, if the the way that he speaks, I think that um, he'd certainly have a role if he wanted to do sports commentating. Because if they let RG three on TV to do sports commentating, I think Cam Newton would uh, be perfect for it. Oh, did, did I, say I didn't wrong? see it, so I don't. I don't. I didn't see okay, it. Okay, I'm gonna send you the clip. <laughs> and the part I hate is I missed watching the Mannings uh, call the game. I didn't see that. Oh, you I know it was that. so funny. Oh my god, it was funny. I know it was so. Look, I, I need so to when, see Eli. That's who I'm like. Yes. Eli? Look, when I saw it, Charles Barkley was on there with him. I would think that was the first quarter. You got to see it. I got to see it. Yeah. That was, I know it was good. Well, you know how I feel about Peyton. So he, even if he had to carry Eli, it was good. And yeah. speaking of that, I shout out, Drew Brees did an amazing job this week. Did he? He really did. He was on, uh, he called one of the games? Mm-hmm. And he was on um, Sunday Night Football with Tony Dungy that. and um, Mike Tariq. Uh-huh. Oh, that had to be cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see that. Yeah, no, he did a really good job. So shout out to him too. Yes. All right, right. Cam will be fine. I don't think Cam gonna like you know Brandon Marshall walked away from FS1. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I think they two they them two similar souls. I don't know if Cam (laughs) Cam ain't got it in him. The the reasoning that Brandon gave for walking away. Yeah. It's something that I think would be an issue for Cam as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Like, I can't just put into a box, and you can't box me in to an opinion right. because right. It's, it's way more than, yes. Yeah. Especially when I got my own platform. And then there's that. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's, let's jump into this Bill Maher topic because he is the last person who I thought would have yeah. given this type of a take. Yeah. Um, the, the first week of the NFL, as a show of unity, in my opinion, they made the decision to have two national anthems. Mm-hmm. Our national anthem as a country and the Black national anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bill Maher seems to think that it's inciting segregation again. Just like, well, so... You know, we I, we probably talked out of all of these topics at length about this one. Yes, we did. And we didn't yeah. even mention this part about the whole lowering the standards for people of color right. in college. Like, 
he talked about this. He mentioned this. Okay. He mentioned this as, as kind of like the why it didn't make sense to do. Well, so there's a part of this that I, let me be careful about what I say. There's a part of this that when he says it, because when we talk about standards as in just ability, then no, don't lower standards for people of color. And so I understand what you mean when you say, like when you're trying to, I, I understand the equation that you're trying to make and it might've come out wrong from you. Right. But, and you talk about Bill, not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Bill Mark. I'm sorry. Not yeah. you, Steph. Just so y'all know, he's not right. talking about I'm not talking about Stephanie. I'm talking Bill. about Bill Mark. Yes. But not understanding, to, to, to have this conversation in the vacuum is one thing, but not understanding the history of our country and why the Black National Anthem was needed and how it was a rallying cry. And to not even address, you're talking about segregation. Have you listened to the national anthem? Like this was this was created when the whole thing, not yeah. just the part they usually say, right. the entire the entire thing, the entire was created. It was created when black people were slaves, and so to have that take on it feels a bit, and and it's the reason why, like this whole critical race theory and them trying to you know, remove it from schools and stuff like that is a is an issue. And I think I said something to the effect, and I, I'd be messing up quotes all the time, but you know, um, if, you know, forgetting your history, you're doing to repeat it. And so yeah. trying trying to remove the history of this country because of, you know, some feelings. To make some people uncomfortable while a whole race of people been uncomfortable for 400 years. Exactly. Just, it it, yeah. it just it doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, no. We're not gonna sweep everything under the rug and pretend mm -hmm. it did. Like this is like you cleaning up your house by throwing everything in the closet. Right. And shutting the door. Like my house yeah. is not clean because the stuff as soon as I open that closet, everything's falling everything out. Everything come falling out. Right. So that is what essentially what what the majority of the people who are against like the critical race theory or who are um, looking at arguing against anything that is trying to uh, bring equality into the country. Right. Um, that is kind of their place. Right. Um, you just want to stuff everything in the closet and make mm -hmm. people believe it's clean and it's not. Right. When you really could yeah. just take the time to clean the house. Clean up. For real. Please just clean up. That, that would take too much work from the people. I, it's too much like, right. And yeah. so for me, I, it doesn't even feel right to say this, but his, his I, I told you when we talked about this, you really convinced me uh, of your argument on this, right? But because the fir at first I was like, I kind of understood what he was saying in that, you know, every time we do something and we got to make it, we, when we, uh, this is, I think the take that he was making is we make it black and white right. versus it just being what it is, right? right. But then then instead of playing two anthems at the game, then you play one 
one anthem one week and the next week you play the, because you mm-hmm. some way you got to be able to bring because it is not equal right this one is offensive to a whole people right so if you got a problem with it then are you okay with them just playing the black national anthem at every game i mean or somebody need to get the right right that's it right there Somebody need to get the writing so we can just have one that works for everybody. And and I'll just me because the other thing that bothers me, of course, you know who I am. So the other thing that bothers me is we make everything black, white when it's more people of color that don't look like either one of us. That's our plight as African-Americans is not the plight of an Asian-American or an Indian-American or somebody that's an immigrant. It's not. But we are people of color. Right. So if you just want to just, you want to just, we're going to get rid of that one and that one and just do one. Right. That that encompasses for everybody. How about that? Yeah. Just, just for that. everybody. How about right. that? Yeah. Anybody listening who's a, you know, get, yeah, write a new one. Let's go. I think the issue, though, with, with, well, not the issue with that, but the issue with trying to keep the old one. Right. Or and actually, no, even with removing the old one and writing the new one is that there's a segment of, you know, of course, doesn't just be playing. There's a segment of white people who who embrace their conqueror role in history and they don't want that to be erased. And I really don't care. I'm sorry. That is not my concern or my care. I don't really care that that's how you feel. Cause you're not here by yourself. You do not. Right. You do not own this land. You do not own this country. You do. You're not here by yourself. Heck, half the stuff that's here wouldn't be here if it wasn't for us. So really, I need. I don't care. I don't. I mean, I'm. I'm just being honest. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care how they feel about it. I don't. Yeah. But what I was about to say about him is, I never thought I would say this, but his his take on it being divisive. Mm-hmm without giving further, see, I'm because I'm a solution-oriented person versus mm-hmm. let's just highlight the problem. Right. So he didn't give a solution. I just gave a solution. Right. He didn't give a solution to the problem. Therefore, it seems very white privilege. Yes. And I don't and, and I think that was my that problem way. with it. Yeah. I don't look at him that way, but this is a situation where I look at his opinion and him saying what he said is very white privilege. Right. I, and, I, and you're right. Without coming out and explaining further, like, then, you know, that that's just what we're going to believe about you, sir. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Right. We'd be happy to have a conversation about it. You can come on the podcast. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm, I'm all for it. Listen. So you listening? We got you. Come on. I'd love to hear your opinion about how we move forward without it being one way or the other. I'm I'm not for either. I'm not one way or the other. Where do we get to that place where it's truly for everybody? Right. That's all I care about. That's it, right. Don't address the pageantry of this country. No, we're not. Yeah. Y'all playing. Yeah. That's, that's under the rug or in right. the closet. That's what yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. All right. Now, this one was an interesting one. Yeah. Right. And so, um, you know, I, I I molded it over even with the take that we talked about, you know, yeah. during the during the uh, meeting. Yeah. 
and um, I think I'm still on this. I'm still on the side of like I, I'm never for anybody losing their job, and I think that's that right there is kind of where it's hard for me to go so hard at this. Like I know that people have to be. I know that people have to, to you know, with their beliefs, they have to like, you know. Um, take a stance. Take a stance and, mm -hmm. you know, but I think with the way this, this virus- You ain't even told them what it is, Jerry. You no, just talked. I just really- I'm You sorry. just went right into your <laughs> argument about it. Wait, let's come back and tell them what it's about first. All right, I'm sorry, guys. All right, so Columbus Blue Jacket, that's a, a, uh, a hockey team. Their assistant coach is out after refusing to get vaccinated. And so while the, N the NHL policy states that any personnel who has to be within 12 feet of other personnel, including players, must be vaccinated, do you think this should be adopted by other leagues um, or is this a violation of civil rights? Go ahead. You were, so, I, don't, I want you to keep talking. Go okay. Ahead. Um, so he, he, he ended up losing his job. And yeah. I'm never in favor for someone losing their job. Right. But when we think about the fact that, you know, the rates of people who, um, who, who get the, the virus. It's 95% unvaccinated. Unvaccinated, right. Correct. Then what are we, what are we fighting for? What are we fighting about? Is it just that, I don't want to be controlled by the government and being told what to take it, it, the vaccine is, you know, it was developed too quickly. Um, even it's though, even though it's we know lie. that, that coronavirus has been around for some time now. Right. I, it didn't just have SARS. I mean, we talked right. about SARS. Yes. Right. COVID-19 is what we're dealing with. And we're dealing with all sorts of variations of it now because we can't get herd immunity. But coronavirus has been around for a while. Yep. And what it is, is there's just different iterations of it. Mm -hmm. Now, what I must say is that I am an anti-vaxxer. Mm -hmm. I got the vaccine because I prayed about it and I knew mm -hmm. that I was going to have to be around my family. Mm -hmm. And what I would have rather is for me to grow 10 more toes <laughs> and a hand out of my face rather than, oh my rather, God. <laughs> rather than put my family in jeopardy. And yeah. that's what it all boiled down to. That's me. what it boiled down to. You know, because it was you know, more than just about you. Exactly. And I put I put this on, I, I think I put this on Twitter the other day. Would you kill the world to save yourself? Mm. Or would you save the world by killing yourself? Well, so the I heard the uh, that what you said I heard that somewhere before. Mm -hmm. Would you kill yourself to save the world? Mm -hmm. Right, and it kind of goes off the whole. What would Jesus do? You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. But I I argue I flip the question because it kind of speaks to the self-centeredness of our world. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, for sure. And, and specifically, the people who 
for whatever reason, don't want to be vaccinated. And it's their choice. And it is their choice. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not shaming anybody or anything like that. Nope. But the reality is, if we're going off of the numbers. Now, if you just say, I don't believe in those numbers, I think this is propaganda, that's one thing. And I certainly understand that because, um, like I said, I am an anti-vaxxer. I work in healthcare. It ain't, okay. Yeah. All I can tell you is the people who I see on a day-to-day basis, the frontline people who have to be work 24, 48-hour shifts at a time because it's right. not enough. Okay, sure. And, and that's you know what people need to see the, them. People need to see them. People need to go inside of a hospital and see an ER filled with people having to be beside dividers and them being like sick to the point of they may get turned away because they're so sick. Yep. Like that's you just go home thing. and die. Go right. home and die. You can't, we can't do you nothing. You can't die in our ER. Yep. Like. And, and when did we get there as a country? Right? Yeah. We all off topic though, by the way. We are. I'm sorry. It's but. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um my thing is if you're gonna be around people and you don't want to get vaccinated, like find something else to do. Find something else to do. Like I, I like, and I hate for someone to lose their job over their beliefs. But the reality is, is our beliefs cost us. They do. It's free they will. It's free will. The same right. way God gives you free will. Exactly. Just because he gives you free will doesn't, doesn't mean he's going to go out and do the right thing. You just right. going to do what you do. And doesn't mean he's going to cover you when you do it. He's a consequence. It, it, it does not excuse you with the consequences. Yep. That's just like freedom of speech. That's you have the freedom freedom to say whatever you want to, but you don't you don't have the freedom from the consequences of saying what you want. Whatever you say, right? You can get canceled immediately right. in this culture. Yes. So yes, but um, so my take on this is because I really posed the question about whether it was something that should be adopted or not, right? Right. And my my response to that is what I said to you in our production meeting. I feel like. The NHL is walking a fine line. Yeah. You put a rule in place and you give people the choice. Right. Why don't you just put the, why don't you just go ahead and do what you want to do and just say what you want to say? If you want to work here, you're going to have to be vaccinated. If not, you got to find another place to work. If not, you got to, I mean, because you're doing that anyway, but you're, you're, but you're making it seem like, right. like when yeah, you say, choice. if you don't work with people within 12 feet, then you get, I mean, the people who matter are the people who are working with people at 12. I don't know. Let me not say that. I didn't mean I know it like mean. that for the people mean. who, who are working in the offices and all of that. But right. ultimately what gets all of them paid are the people who are down here on the floor or on the right. field or on the ice or wherever. Right working that's coaches that's players that's the the, the strength of all the yeah. the doc all those people who are hands-on are making the money right flow through that organization whatever it is and so if you just want to say if you're not going to get vaccinated you can't work here just say that right but don't you straddle the fence to me mm-hmm. you, you took a stance that's 
not you didn't just you didn't just step over the line in other words you got your toe on the line but you didn't mm-hmm. step over the line and just right. make and say this is how we feel because that's how you feel mm-hmm. clearly that's right. how you feel just say it right. the same way they told these medical people these people that are in these hospitals and said y'all got to get vaccinated mm-hmm. if you're going to be in these hospitals right the, that same thing just take a stance so if if the NHL NBA, NFL, MLS, MLB, any of these leagues, just if you're going to do it, take a whole stand or don't do it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So do I think they should? I don't know. I think the other leagues may have it best to just leave it alone if you're not going to stand on one side or the other. Don't stand with your feet on both sides of the line. Yeah. Because this is wrong. Like you said, I hate to see, you know what I said the other day was, why not find a man another job, something that he can do yeah, he that didn't require him to be 12 feet from somebody? But then that goes against your little rule you have in place, right? right. So yeah. <laughs> catch well, 22 here. I, anyway. Ironically, what just popped on my phone um, from CBS uh-huh. Sports was that the NHL, their COVID-19 vaccination rates have soared. And that it looks like only <laughs> about 10 to 15 players will not be vaccinated for the start of the season on October the 13th. Because they want to play. Mm-hmm. So you've essentially Forced. tied their hands. Whether right. they wanted to or not, you tied their hands. Just going to make it real. Stop right. playing and making it across the, like, yeah. Right. Just stop playing. Because now those other 10, 15, guess what? They're not going to play. Mm-mm. So you're still out of a job. Right. Just going to say, just out anyway. Like, just be real and honest and open and say what you really mean. Right. Say what you really mean. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. All right. <sighs> Mental moment. Yeah. All right. So, Max Crosby. Yes. Decided to check himself into a rehab facility in 2022 to get sober. Yeah. And he remained there all last year. Now he says he feels better enough to... Um, he feels better, better than, than he has in his, his in his whole career. Yeah, that's so he, huge. Yes. Yeah. He, he attends Zoom meetings on he, he attends Zoom meetings once a week um with his teammate Darren Waller, who's also mm-hmm. on those calls. And he says he has his he says he was his inspiration <laughs> to finally go to rehab and get better. Yeah. Darren Waller, because we talked about when he was in Baltimore. Ooh, that baby really was struggling. He was struggling. Ooh, he was struggling. And ever since he's been with the Raiders out in he's been good. first Oakland and now Las yep. Vegas, he's been good. Because we talked about him. We talked and yeah. whether he would do okay right. going out to, to play for the Raiders. And I was worried, right? Like, right. Oh, but to hear that he actually, but he took some steps. That right. they left out of the story when they oh, when he yeah. moved, like you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So to hear that he is, um, he's in in um, you know, I guess they're probably in AA, yeah, or something of that of right. you know something like that because it's alcohol for them, right? Um, and so when I saw this, I thought it was really cool. Max Crosby and they both played with the same team, yes. And so that you know having that support right there. And just, and even having the support of his teammates, period. Because yeah. Darren Waller going there, everybody knew his history, 
but they embraced him. And so that helped him to be okay. And so um, from what I heard, like the way that they talked about Max Crosby said he watched Darren Waller knowing that his story was what it was and seeing him being in such good spirits and being in such a good space. And then he said, I want that. I need that. And that was what inspired him to go and do what he did. And I just, I commend them both, especially when it comes to alcohol, like something, some substances, you know, you need to not do them if you want to play sport. Right. So it kind of forces forces your hands, so, right. so to speak. Not that that's your desire, you mm-hmm. you know, but alcohol is one of those things. You can drink all you want, right? right. It's not something that's outlaw. It's not it's not a pro it's not a prohibited substance. Right. Is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Not that you should, but it's not right. a prohibited substance. And so, you know, for them to make that decision that no, I'm not going to allow this thing to rule my life. Kudos to yeah. them. Take your take your power back. That's right. what I say. This is like taking your power back, and that's right. why he probably feels better than he has in a long time because yeah. you're taking your power back. Not right. just that your body probably feels better not being poisoned, <laughs> all <the> right? Time. <laughs> <laughs> but you also are um, clear headed and just mm-hmm. probably seeing life differently and experiencing life differently. So this is, you know, as a life coach, that's my thing. Full life satisfaction. Can you get yeah. there? And yeah. so this is great. Yeah. Shout love out it. Shout out to him. You know. Yes. Love it. And I pray for your continued sobriety. Absolutely. I, I feel good for him that he's got Darren Waller right there. I right. feel like this is, if this is, you know, this is, you you made the decision not to play football to go take care of this, then it was your decision. Right? right. You, that's, I say that to people all the time. Don't force anybody to go do something because that's not their desire, their true heart. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to go back to what they did. Relax. Who is it that's about to be reinstated. Ramsey? No. Hmm. Somebody that, sure. that got like indefinitely put out of the league. What's his name? Why can't I think of the kid's name? Hmm. Like he had violated like six times. Oh my God, what's uh, the kid's name? Josh Gordon? Jo- they bu- they, they're okay. deciding whether he gets to come back to the league again. Wow, okay. I did yes. not hear that, but yes. man, that, that'd be awesome. I, I pray yes. and I pray for his continued sobriety, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I brought him up. Like, he needs that support around him right. and those people around him. Like, that's why I feel like this is such a perfect thing for Max that Darren Waller is there. Yeah. Yeah. They can hold each other accountable, essentially. Right. Yeah. All right. Listen, you need a sober coach. I got you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Josh. Well, we got to we got to keep the uh, we got to keep the Steph's life coach uh, hashtag going. Oh I'm, God, I'm, I'm gonna keep posting that. On. Oh my God, you know I would <laughs> let you know. I, that's the hand I feel with. Come on, yeah. Steph. Come Where on, you at, Steph? Steph? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Feel good. Final thought. So dope. Oh man, I love this. Obviously. So dope. Obviously. So, so there is this is black college football classic season now. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna mention the Howard Hampton classic that's going on in DC this weekend. I'm not going to do that because that you just did, you mean okay. Huh? No, no, I said I told you, I said I'm not gonna mention it. I am not gonna mention that it. you just did, but okay, go ahead. Did I mention it? You maybe. <laughs> No, shout out to my uh, the real HU. 
Um, <laughs> no, so the Southern Heritage Classic yeah. is going to feature two former All-Pro uh, Hall of Fame, All-Star yeah. Hall of Fame players yes. as head coaches in Dion Primetime Sanders and Eddie George. And so Jackson State University will be playing Yay. Tennessee State in this classic. And I don't care where I am, I will be watching this game, whether it be from my phone or from a TV. Oh my God. Whatever. But just to see this, like, just really, like, this embrace. I, so I wonder if any of my teammates remember this. And the only one who probably remembers is Cheese, Jesse, Jesse Hayes. Lord, y'all um, these names, Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but back in, I believe it was 2002, Art Shell, who is mm -hmm. an alum of University of Maryland Eastern Shore, okay. coach for the Raiders, mm -hmm. wanted to take the job at Howard University. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was the first I had heard of that level Calvary. of coach. Yeah. Right. Wanting to be mm -hmm. the head coach of a black college. Mm -hmm. And then you start seeing like uh, coaches who coached at these big power five conferences coming in and being coaches right. of black colleges. Some of them successful, some not so successful. Right. And that's a whole different story. But um, just to talk about like just how huge this is for somebody like Dion, Dion right. Sanders, like people prime, uh, prime time to be the head coach of a black college and to be actively trying to push black college forward in the way that he right. has and to see the other thing. players. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part because Doug Williams was at a black school. Right. He was a head coach at Grandma. Yes. But he didn't push. That's the part. Yeah. And he didn't have, and let's be honest, it's a different era. He did not have yeah. the, Influence in this, in this. He didn't have a clout. Dion, he don't yeah. have a clout. He ain't had a clout. Yeah. Dion, right. even though he was, he had clout for the time. It was. Oh him. no, certainly he. I mean, he's the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Like that. That's. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that to diminish, you know, yeah. anything that Doug. You know how I feel about Doug Williams. Of course, I know. You he know was in saying? DC. He played for Washington. Come DC or nothing. DC or nothing. I know. I know. <laughs> no, but so. And so I love Doug Williams. And so that I'm not saying that the, as a as a kind of a disrespect thing to him, but Deion Sanders is Deion Sanders. Whole you know what I'm saying? Level. Like that's a whole nother that's level. That's the MJ. Like, yeah. Right, right. No, really, really. Yeah. And so just to see him, it, it makes my heart proud to, to see him Absolutely. do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, we we haven't been able to get there this fall, but we gotta be we we're gonna get there. Coach Flea, if you're watching, um, you know what I'm saying? We got to come there and just do a, a tour with you and, you know, we're gonna saying, do a one big powwow podcast yeah. on campus, you know what I'm saying, with some of the players, with the coaches, obviously Coach Prime, but um, I, I just would love to pick his brain just about what went into the decision making. And I, I'm talking about from a, and I've heard people talk to him about it and they get a very surface level thing, but I'm going to dig and get to the very thought and get to the core of what went into the decision to be the head coach of a black college. Yeah. No. All right. So you heard it, Deion Sanders. 
Mr. Yeah. Sanders, sir. Coach we Brown. would love to have that opportunity. Not just, yeah. we don't want you just to be on the podcast. That would be amazing. But we would love to come to your, to your facility and mm-hmm. do a podcast from Jackson State with right. you in your in your space. Right. Like we we will come to you. Yeah. We would love that opportunity. Thank you. Please and thank right. you from our <laughs> lips to God's ears to yes. beyond ears to yep, we're gonna just make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> Let's go. So yeah, but no, this is very dope. And I just even Eddie George, like that yeah. when he decided to go to Tennessee State, I was like, oh, this is so dope. Like Dion. Right. I think what's really happened is it's going to be this huge swell of that's what's going to just happen. You're going to see a lot of, especially if they do well, like you're going to see a lot of that happening. Um, These black colleges will hire these guys because of the influence they bring and the things that they can get done that the school can't get done. Dion has made that place don't even probably look like it did before with the facilities that they have now. Right. After Just saw, based off of him. After I saw that Aflac commercial with him and Coach Saban, and they, I was like, yeah. Come with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So that influence is something you can't get just off of sheer experience. Right. Right? Because, they, I mean, they're taking a chance. He's never coached before. Yeah. But what he can bring to the table is stuff mm-hmm. y'all can't, like, that's the whole reason why I feel to the real project, because we know there are things that you as a HBCU just don't have resources for that we that think we, we can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So Dion, Eddie George, all these names that's probably coming along, that's mm-hmm. what's going to be the trend. When they need to hire new coaches, they're going to hire people with not just the football knowledge, and but the, the, uh, the, the ability to bring forth what they need, the resources. Right. So... I love this. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Show picks. Show picks. So I stumbled on this show <laughs> on Netflix. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I'm a huge, I love um, travel. Yeah. And I love architecture. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I stumbled on this show. It's called The World's Most Amazing Vacation Rentals. Yeah, it is three young people. One's Filipino, one's Brazilian, one's Puerto Rican. They're all they all live in America though, yeah. but um, they that's just their heritage. Um, and they travel the world. These three people is two young ladies and a guy travel the world, going to all of these very unique and amazing uh, places, and showing you that place from three different perspectives. Somebody on a budget, somebody who's got a little bit to spend, and somebody who wants to do it up luxury style. Yeah. In those in that same rent, it is. Oh my god! I'm like mm-hmm. typing in my bucket list places to go. Oh, I, just off of watching the show, I gotta go to oh, Bali. I'm like, I gotta make it. Like Bali. this is. It was amazing. Yeah. They had. A, I'm gonna just say this. I know we gotta go. The first one I watched, it was in America. They went out to um, the desert. Mm. I can't remember was the Mojave. I don't know where they were. They were in the where were they in Arizona, okay. somewhere in the desert, to this house that invis an invisible house because it's it it was built by a movie producer okay. who took the concept of in New York 
skyscrapers are built out of glass to try to not make them look so assuming of the landscape, right? Okay. So they took that and turned it on its side and made the houses all glass. And you and it literally, when you from afar, even close up, you can't see the house. It just looks like everything around it. Oh wow. It is, and then it's got a 30-foot pool in the middle of the house. What? Say what? And you can yeah. rent this place. Come on, see? Oh, yeah. Okay. Goals. That's all I say. Goals. We 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 gonna yeah we we gonna rent that place and have a podcast and they were. <laughs> That's what we gonna do. It had me hyped up. I said, "Oh, these are goals. So these places, okay, Lord, this is what I need." Yeah. That that's something that sounds super cool to me. Oh my god! Just something go like watch that. that episode. I think it's the yeah. first episode. Just watch. Okay. It. It's the first house on the first episode. You don't even have to see any of the rest of them. That, it is fabulous. And the views just opened. It just, oh, it's so gorgeous. Oh, yeah. please go watch it. Yeah, I, got, I'm, I'm, I definitely got to watch that one. Because something like oh. that is like super intriguing to me. Oh. All right, so I got two. Okay. The first one you know, yes. Queen Sugar. Listen. Lord, I was so happy that they decided to release both seasons this year. Oh my God. I had to, to binge watch it at my mother's house. Yeah. <laughs> oh. For season five. And now season six, I have been watching it and ah, I just love this show. It's- I remember when it first came out, and I remember like seeing it and seeing like just the dynamic of the show. And I was like, I, that's the show that I'm going to watch. Ava Duvernay is a it. genius. Oh, yeah, she is. She's a genius. Me and Ava. Yes. I, I've been watching it ever since. Yeah, hooked. Hooked. Yeah. Got and it. Speaking of that, I I haven't forgotten. I need to send, as a matter of fact, I'm going to send it to you right now. But I, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I've also been watching Wu-Tang in American Saga. I love that show. Okay. Like the, is the it kid, just about Wu Tang? Yeah, it's just about Wu Tang okay. and about how the group was formed and about kind of the bond and how the relationships were built, the beefs, the you know. Oh wow! Okay. It, 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 it's a really good show. Um, okay. There are certain parts of it. Um, there are certain parts of it that um, I guess are kind of made up for TV, and it's I guess. The the RZA is a is a is a interesting character. <laughs> well, RZA. So, well, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so <laughs> the fact that he is executive producing this, and I'm sure he's had some creative license to kind of, of do course. some things he wanted to. Yes. Like he didn't just make it just a, you know, biopic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of got some drama to it too. It, got, some it has spice. some drama, to, yeah. And, and I don't even know if all of it is like completely one to one factual. Yeah, but like just seeing their story and about how they came together is like just intriguing. And they okay. certainly, they certainly made sure that it had entertainment value. Right. And all of the guys do a great job of playing the characters that they play because uh, Dave East, David mm-hmm. Brewster, who is um who plays 
uh, or he plays Method Man. Oh. Like, I see him and I see Method Man. Method Man. Mm. Like, I don't even see Davies. I see Method Man. And so wow. they did a That's good job. Yeah. But Ashton Sanders, or Ashton Saunders, I believe is how you pronounce it, as the RZA is phenomenal. Oh, I was wow. talking about it last night about how his cadence, his sound, he has it down pat. Yeah. So that's I, awesome. It's just a really good show. You gotta okay. check it out. I'm actually I know my it. listen, I know my my brother-in-law, my my best friend, her husband. Oh yes, I remember. Yes. Woo, that's the Wu Tang fan of all <laughs> fans. Okay. So I'm sure he's seen this, whatever it is. I mean, you know, he's seen whatever it is because he is uh -huh. the Wu Tang man. Okay. So yeah. Um, shout out to Mark West. Yeah, but mm-mm. All right. Well, we at the end. We are at the end of another one, episode one twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, I almost certain... said it just like you do. That's funny. What? I'm glad I stopped. Myself. Right? <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> typically, because you got a northern, a more northern accent, and so when you oh, say okay. another, you don't say another. You say another one. Another one. Yeah. Oh, another. Yeah. One. <laughs> and so I was about to say, and so I was like, that's not how you talk. <laughs> We're at the end of another one. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 127. Um, you know, guys, we we certainly appreciate you guys who continue to watch and listen on the on a daily basis. Tell your friends about it, you know, share it with your people. Um we are on every Friday starting at 4 p.m., but you can listen to them anytime you get ready to. Um, visually, we're out starting on Mondays at eight o'clock. PM. Um, 8 o'clock p.m., excuse me. Um, if ways for you to reach us, you can hit us at our email account, uh, field the number two, the real podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Our Twitter is at field the number two, the real P1. Our Instagram is at field the number two, the real podcast. Please go to our YouTube page. It's the field to the real podcast, all spelled out, no numbers. Um, subscribe, share, like, comment, all that. And if you go to our Facebook page, you can always find out when uh, we have a video that's about to come out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. We appreciate you for listening. But we out. Peace. Peace. So you're not gonna do it. You did it last week. Steph. I got on black shirt. I got on black today too. Okay, Absolutely let's let's not. just try. No, just try. No, no. What's up? What's up? Look. No, I got on black shirt too. I will too. not be offending anybody today. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> now put the cameras on me. 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 Put the cameras. On me. Put the cameras on me.